Welcome to the How the Why. With John Barrett Ingalls. Exploring and celebrating the creative process and the creative purpose of authors, editors, and artists that make up and inspire the Black Hill Press family. Black Hill Press is dedicated to the novella. We believe a great story is never defined by its length. Let's get creative. Hello and welcome to the How, the Why, brought to you by Black Hill Press. My name is John Barrett Ingalls and today we are connected with Colleen Dunn-Bates, the founder of Prospect Park Books. I'm really like popping my peas. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't have a microphone right in front of me and we're doing a saw on the phone. But uh, Colleen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, John. Um, so let's start by Prospect prospect I really want to say prospect I really want to like I love peas uh, <laughs> you can say we shorten it as PPB sometimes in our written I like forms. that I like that but then I really get a focus on my peas uh, so you're a, a small press out of Pasadena your hometown um, and you started the press uh, with your partner in 2006 but why don't you give us a little uh entry into how everything started. Okay. Well, my, my background is uh, as a writer, nonfiction writer. Um, I went to journalism school, and I was a writer and editor for – I was an editor of a series of guidebooks for many years. Uh, I did a lot of magazine writing, kind of a mixture of, of uh, health journalism and travel and food. I've been a restaurant critic for many years. So, you know, all kinds of, of writing, professional writer and editor. And uh, in the, I guess it would be 90s, early 2000s, I wrote a few books. And the origin story is that a friend of mine and I uh, saw a book to Random House, and we were very excited about it. It's a book called Storybook Travels, and it's about taking your children to the landmarks of children's literature uh, to really experience a book. So Eloise's New York and Madeline's Paris and Tom oh, Sawyer's cool. Mississippi and that kind of thing. Right. So we, we, we put a lot of heart and soul into this book and we we're very proud of it and, and went through a very common experience with Random House. It's not really their fault, it's just the way it works, but for a smaller book, you know, we're unknown people. Uh, we weren't. They didn't really care what we thought about cover design, which we weren't really happy with, and there wasn't a lot of editorial input. And then, um, then when the book came out, they gave us two weeks with a publicist who who just really hardly did anything, and then they were done. That was it. And then they were on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. And and uh, we had a little bit of bad timing with um, the book being published just after 9/11, so family travel was was not in a good place there. And there's some other issues, but the course of all that made me feel like I just loved writing and producing books, and, and, but I was disappointed with all that experience. And then I, so I thought that maybe I could do it better. So, right. so uh, I I first self-published a, a guidebook as a learning experience. I called it back then my master's, but cheaper than a master's. Uh, 
and that was such an interesting, I mean, I really learned a lot. It was really a learning experience. Uh, it was a, a guidebook. And so I, then I decided, I put together a, in 2006 a group of friends who were all writers and and created a book called Hometown Pasadena that was a very unusual kind of guidebook um, by locals for locals. And it was for color and it was very feature-oriented kind of, more like a magazine in a way. And... Um, and I started it in my house. I my the business. I just produced it out. It was I was a freelance writer and editor at the time, so it was in my house. And my house is in a neighborhood called Prospect Park. Mm. So it's not Brooklyn. Everybody gets confused and thinks that we're in Brooklyn. Um, Prospect uh, Park imagine is Imagine seeing even the the bottom of the bridge. People, hell, oh, yeah, it's a Brooklyn bridge. But yes, exactly. No, I mean, hey, we know that. Yeah, bridge. it's a common and it's fine. We just let it. Be. There, there are worse things than to be. Yeah, it's, so. Right, that our bridge logo is, it's in fact the Colorado Street Bridge in Pasadena, mm-hmm. inspired by that. Great bridge. Um, yeah, thanks. So, so that kind of started, and that book was a, a, an unexpected success. Uh, I, had, I, was, I had modest hopes for it, and it did very well. And so it gave me the, some fun and the hubris to think that I could do it again. <laughs> So I decided to go for it and really, you know, make it a publishing company. Now, when so, you started, were you think I'm probably like jumping ahead here? But was it going to be these nonfiction eater guides and tour? Uh, at uh, first, at first, it was just the one book. I was just going to do that. It was just that. You know, it's just I'm just going to do this, and I'm going to do. I'm going to do the best job I could possibly do, and I put a huge amount in. I spent a year working on it. That's and and. Uh, and then, yeah, and for, then I thought, then it was, uh, did some more nonfiction books, did two more hometown books, Santa Monica and Santa Barbara, did a, a more of a coffee table art book of, of the homes and gardens of Pasadena, did a food lover's guidebook to L.A., you know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and thought, and started growing a business and I at this point moved out and had an office. I did not have a partner yet. It was just me and a part-time employee. And then I um, had an opportunity. I said, oh, well, no, we don't, I'm not going to publish fiction because even though I'm a huge reader of it and I love it, I'm, uh, you know, that's a different world and I don't know that. But then an opportunity came through somebody I knew uh, who had written her first novel and a friend of mine and a neighbor and I couldn't resist. I read it over a weekend and thought, oh my gosh, I just have to publish this. I have hmm. to do this. And it's a novel called Helen of Pasadena, so there's an obvious um, connection. Right. And that also was a very successful, um, put a uh, put a heart and soul into it, you know, didn't have at that point quite the national reach that we now have, didn't have a lot of experience in that, and all sorts of, probably did a lot of things wrong. But it was a great book. It spent a year on the LA Times bestseller list, and, and that it was just a very fun process, and um, so I'm I'm gonna inject a little here. So at, at this point, your first book of of fiction published, and it it became a critical success. What was that? The work of uh, the author Leanne Dolan, or, or Leanne Dolan, was that with the help through you? How did it reach as many uh, readers as it did? It Without was, a staff of publicists or you know marketing team behind you, um, it was a few things. It was it was a, a, a book that connected with a, a lot of people, and it was very grassroots, word of mouth here in mm. Pasadena. It's a romantic comedy about a, a woman who lives in Pasadena, which 
you know, I'm, and I know Pasadena, and Leon knows Pasadena, and she is, and she already, and she had some national outreach. She's one of the Satellite Sisters, and she'd been on NPR for some time, and so right. she had fans around the country in, in pockets, so that helped grow the national audience, but really it became a phenomenon in in Pasadena and then, you know, throughout L.A., I think, that uh, because she said it was a romantic comedy. It's set in, and it's very of the community, and people just connected with it. I think it was a word of, she started getting asked to speak everywhere and come to people's book clubs, and mm. and so it just grew virally. I mean, we seeded it with, we did, you know, we did our own publicity and events and things like that, but it took off, and so it was a lot of fun to do, and um, so there you go, then decided to do more fiction. <laughs> so, did you, uh, at that point, did you start uh, uh, taking submissions, or were you? did you go out no, and search not for at the first, author? No, not at first. Not at first. And uh, uh, it was a, there was a lot of work involved at the time in transitioning. We, we moved to a bigger distributor. Um, and then a little after that time, I did take in a, a, a business partner because, of, you know, made this commitment to really grow the business. But... Um, uh, gosh, you know, that's a good question. I forget when we started. People start coming out of the woodwork once you publish a novel and it has um, uh, gets some attention. You, right. know, you, start, you start getting submissions right away. So, uh, But when we started getting you know, known by agents and, and you know, working with more agent authors and that just sort of happened. They continued to do the nonfiction books and, and cookbooks been a, we had some success with a cookbook early on too, and then we continued to do that. So, anyway, it just it 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 wasn't a master plan. Things just started happening. Right, like the pieces but, just fell into place. Yeah, but then we did go. Did, when, once my partner, Patty O'Sullivan, came in, we were old friends, and she brought brings the NBA and the sort of strategic planning <laughs> uh, part of it, and we sat down and and went through a whole. We did then go through a. Okay, we have to really look long-term as a business and how should we, you know, what, what do we need to do with our distribution and um, and realize that we really had to grow it and, and publish. Our goal was 8 to 12 books a year to start building a backlist. The big challenge, and, and, and you guys know this at Black Hill, oh, yeah. the challenge is you, you invest, and people don't understand this. Uh, nobody really understands it. It's a, it's, a, it's a very difficult cash flow business, and you have to put a lot of money in up front to produce a book, and you don't see a penny of income for a long, long time after that. Hmm. And so, especially if you grow and you're distributed like we are. So, um, we just started, for instance, work on a cookbook, and uh, this will not be out for 14 months, and we're going to be writing checks right now, and we won't see any income from it, you know, really, for probably 18 months. So, it's a long cycle. Um, and you've, right. and you've got to build up a backlist and build up um, so that you have well, titles and, the, and you know, the, all that. The more authors that you have, the more people that you you want to take care of and, and send out on, on book tours and give the support that they need. But then it it's becomes this giant family that, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you're going to take care of. But that's a lot of, a lot of mouths to feed, so to speak. It is. I mean, the good, there, there's a good side of it. We've, we've been talking about this lately and working on this, and that is that, that you, you build a community, which we have, mm. have built, and, and they support each other, which is really lovely. Right. Um, 
so on we're seeing social media and yeah, that they're touting each other's books, and and when one you know one of them gets asked to speak at an event and they can't do it, they'll recommend another one who's maybe a little lesser known but makes them, you know, helps get them attention, and they um, and we you know we we have parties and they meet each other and they uh, we you know they it's really nice to see this community developing. Right. So that's well, now that you're you're um, almost ten years old. Do you see that this uh uh this mix of the nonfiction and the uh the where to eat books and the uh cookbooks like pu- publishing this is there uh uh an equation a mathematical i don't even know what i'm thinking um is there a, do you see that you want to do a certain amount each year of each of these different uh genres? Um, that you know, that's that's the question we struggle with. That's we haven't found the, the perfect <laughs> answer. We're, uh, we're 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 struggling with that. We're actually at the moment. Um, well, our, so the, our world is is it's seasons, and our distributor, uh, which is a, a Perseus Books com- Group company consortium, has two seasons a year. Uh, one is, and so um, coming up. Right, and is our spring-summer season, which is five-month season, and we have five books that season. So it's basically a book a month, and that's that's a lot for a little operation. And that's what we've been doing is basically a book a month. So we had decided for the following season we are scaling back. Um, it's just an overwhelming amount of work for for um, three people. Right. And uh, so we are scaling back and really, really been looking at what's working and what's selling and and we haven't really completely figured out but what's happened is because we have these great relationships with uh with our writers we're actually close to submissions right now because we have repeat books from our people and that's basically taking up the spots right so um they're working on their second book or third yeah their second or third book and and we want you know we're we're growing these relationships with them and we want to keep working with them we have one new title one new novel that that is not was not part of that mix, but we had we've known this author for a long time and and really wanted to work with her. So otherwise, it's people we've already worked with, you know, a, a second cookbook from one of our cookbook people and a second or third book from somebody else. And anyway, that's kind of what we're doing. And no, we haven't found. You know, we're we're it's we're a, a very unusual. We've learned in the small press world. The small presses typically have a very specific focus, like mm. you guys are doing your novellas, and you have a specific mm-hmm. focus. And there are ones that focus on poetry, and there are ones that focus on um, uh, translations. Or uh, we, because of it, this, just came out of what I like to read and what I like to do. I've always been a generalist, so we are like my, my partner calls us a nano. Random House. Right. We we're doing popular fiction, myst- uh, uh, mysteries, thrillers, cookbooks, some humor, and and some regional and gift books. That's that's like you know, a, a, and it's a little crazy to do such a thing because on such a small scale. But that's you know that's kind of how it evolved. So we're <laughs> sticking with it, and we'll you know we'll see. It's um. The one thing we cut out was children's. We did do one children's book, which we love, and it's actually done pretty well. But we, in the course of that, we we really learned 
that that's a separate world. And right, it's its own. It's entity. just its own thing. And so, w- w- as much as we enjoyed that process and loved the book and loved the author, we um, decided not to do more. And fortunately, like for her, she has sold the next book in this to uh, a big publisher, and all you know, she's happy. It's a right. win-win. Um, so we can't do everything, but we're trying to do a lot for a small press and. You know, it's just a cocktail of things, and there, you know, some, there's been times we've done a couple some books be, just because we love them, and they're not ever going to make us any money, but we just felt like we had to do it. And then other times we're we're looking at at it really from a business point of view that we still love the book, but you know, this is to we got to pay the rent. So now, with with regards to you know, I'd I've been a, had the opportunity to talk to a many different small uh, press publishers, but I don't, haven't talked to anyone who does does these uh, regional books or these cookbooks. Uh, is that, I mean, obviously you were a, a, a restaurant critic for Westways, so is that just like part of the, it's something that you love and you love Los Angeles and you want to, you know, you want to celebrate food and the city, is that one of the reasons why those Keep yeah, it's just the or... world I know. I know because I've been in, in writing about in the food world uh, since I started my career. I, I worked for the at the time there was a book publishing company in LA that published the Bon Appetit books, and they um, and I I was the I ended up being the editor of this series of gourmet guidebooks by a French mm. company that. So I have a, a, a lot of experience in that, and I just know a lot of the people here. So it made sense. I mean, they the first book two books I was involved with, cookbooks, people came to me because they knew they knew me. So it wasn't that I was even seeking it out. And uh, so that was really, I just have some, and we just have a very particular niche with cookbooks. We're not doing general books. We're doing publishing cookbooks by L.A. chefs who have a retail establishment and a, and a following right. and, and have a very strong sense of place. And so that's our, we're not doing, we're not a general cookbook publisher. So, for example, uh, the um, the recent one is the Annie M's cookbook, and Annie M's is a, a cafe and caterer, the author Terry Wall in Eagle Rock, and she has a very strong sense of place, a member of the community. She sells the books in her, she has a, a shop in her cafe, can, sells them there, um, you, you know, has a real presence and is very L.A., and that made sense, and, they, and it has her own retail outlet, so that's the kind of thing we do. Right. Um, and a very personal, very personal process, working really closely with them. A lot of our authors are people who have had, don't want to deal with a big, distant publisher. They want that personal attention. So we can did do that. You, did you, after uh, uh, Leon Dolan's success, did, did you start getting a lot more um, higher regarded authors submitted to you? Um. Not at first. At first, it was just a lot of not very, very good manuscript. I mean, you know, because there's right. people out there looking all the time, and um, it, it actually took a while. It's not. It's not easy uh, to find good. Well, and, and I don't want to say the word good. Uh, right. It's all subjective. Yeah. It's all subjective. But the, the things that it's and it's. I know it's really. You know, having to. I've had to write many rejections. It's always painful. And it, uh, when I was on this side of it, when I was a writer pitching things, I, you know that 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 saying it's not the right fit for us. So it's always seemed so lame. 
but it's really true. And um, I mean, I just this morning had to reject something from somebody I really admire and love, and it's good. I know it's really good a particular project, but we wouldn't actually do it justice because, you know, it's not the right fit for what we do. And, right. and it's, so that is true. Uh, so, no, it took a while. It's, it's, it took a while. And part of it is also our learning curve and getting better at, um, you know, the more you read, the more you we have some, as we've had experience with different kinds of books, we get a, we have a better sense now of what we think we can we can make better and package beautifully and sell. And uh, it's that's there's a learning curve, and we're we're still on that learning curve, to be honest. It's it's not a, we're, I'm no expert yet. If I was, we'd have one bestseller after another. But we <laughs> we're trying to you know it's it's. It's it's a learning process. So no, it's it's not easy to find the right fit. It, it right. isn't. Was it was there a uh, a as you were starting to get all the new submissions? Was there a uh, an openness to breaking new authors, or or were you looking for more established? No, uh, there was totally. An, we as a matter of fact, then that's what we're going to get. Um, uh, you know, a, a successful established author, for the most part, is their agent is funneling them to New York, and they're not interested. Right. Because they want a big advance, and our model is small press. We 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 can, we 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 can't pay big advances, so we we pay a better royalty, and and if a book does well, it's actually better for the author. But we don't, you know, we aren't writing checks up front, so so that is going to leave out. And there are another, you know, some agents are are totally on board with this newer model, but uh, some are not. They're not the least bit interested. So that wins it out. Uh, so no, we have published. Uh, the, our fiction has mostly been debut fiction, and uh, and you know that's our and that's common, I gather, for small presses. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll you know the small press is the one that launches somebody, and then every now and then one of them breaks through and becomes a huge bestseller, and then they get snapped up by the a, a big house because they can't resist, and which we all understand. And right. And you know, if that happens with one of our authors, then uh, that would be we'd be happy for them. Um, right. Well, and ultimately, it would just bring more attention to your press. Exactly. Well, and to them, and it's it really is, yeah. a, and it helps the. So if if uh, you know, and the, and our standards is what does well for us is not the same thing because we are lean and mean, and so you know, a book that sells five or ten thousand copies. Could, can be very do very well and be you know could be a success for us. It's not a huge, big bestseller, and that wouldn't be a success for Random House. So, uh, and that would be a success for some of the authors that we're working with. Every you know we, we also are trying to work very hard on on realism, and uh, you know many of the authors out there, especially fiction authors, they know how tough it is, and that right. um, that. The typical first novel from any publisher, including large ones, I think it sells maybe 500 or something. It's you know, it's pretty grim. So I think we have we have won some uh, authors who had offers from big publishers, and they wanted us because we we will keep working because of like the experience I I have. Right. I mean, you know, we'll we'll stick with a book. We're not going to give give it two weeks and then say, okay, moving on. <laughs> You know, yeah, just had an email this morning from the author of our debut novel, Lesson Plans, and it came out um, almost a year ago now. And 
you know, she's we just connected her with another interview. She's got another event coming up. You know, we're not in the full court press, but we keep it going. Keep it, right. and so does she. She keeps it going. So. Now you also have Raymond Press. Will you talk a little bit about your custom publishing and how that? Yeah, got that's just kind of the business side of things, and that's that you know producing. Um, uh, and that came originally started from. Uh, a couple people just asking me if they I could help them produce a book because I know how to you know, do it. <laughs> so uh, that's producing a high-quality book for a, an institution or a person. We haven't done – there are other services that do think – that produce uh, fiction for people. You know, that's that's not – that's not what we do, but right. we'll do you know more of a um, say a local history book or coffee table book or um, a uh, we did a big one for a healthcare company about quitting smoking that was on a very on a national scale, uh, and then we've also done you know the the, the hundredth anniversary of a church <laughs> there oh. you know that kind of thing yeah so it's basically helping with the it's you know doing the design. Production, editorial, editing it. You know, if they need help with photography, if they whatever they need, and and actually producing the book a, a book for them to a higher standard than you can get from just going to create space, huh? for example. You at what point of your uh, company was that after your your partner came on and? No, no, it was before I, uh, no, that was, um, and, and, no, that was before, and it was, again, just sort of happened, you know, that uh, I think um, uh, my dad wanted, wrote a local, local history book and needed help with it, so of course I'm going to help my dad. Right. Sorry, Dad, I'm too busy. And it turned out to be terrific, and it was, he, it was wonderful, and he went through five printings of it, and it was great. Um wow. And a um, uh, a church that I knew of in in um, I'm not part of, but I have family who's part of it, a, a historic Catholic church, and they wanted to do a hundredth anniversary book, and so I just you know somebody who was on the committee called me up and said, hey, we want to do this book, can you help us? And so I said, sure. So and that's basically just a for hire. These books are not mostly not being sold in stores. They're right. They're being sold created. through the company or yeah. Or- yeah, or they do it as a giveaway member, yeah. Uh, yeah. or whatever. Uh, or, But in the case of, the, like, the Quit Smoking book, that we did, we, we also, we hooked them up and provided national distribution for it because it was a consumer book. Uh, mm. But that's unusual. Usually it's not. It's a, it's a, uh, yeah, like a company history or a family thing or something. Uh, now, it's fun to so, do. So at this point, like you said, you're no longer, you're, you're not taking submissions for this season, your focus personally. Are you still um, uh, working as a, a restaurant critic, or is all <laughs> of your attention on prospect books? Prospect I books? am only a little bit. I, I'm the Westways, um, the restaurant critic for LA for, for Westways, which is the mm-hmm. AAA magazine, what we like to call everybody's bathroom magazine. Oh, and I love Westways. I've been doing it for... I, I date it by my younger daughter. So 21 years I've been doing it, and it's... Um, you know, I'm not in that world. I, at one point, for I don't know if you were around then, but there was a magazine called LA Style in the 80s and, uh, and early 90s. It was a big slick, very successful there for a while. And I was the the restaurant critic for that the whole time. And that was a bigger job. I had to go to I had to write, I had to review four restaurants a month. I had to 
really stay on top of things. Plus, I was right. editing guidebooks and that, and I was really in that world. And now I'm not anymore, but I do, I, you know, so I still do, I'm the, I do a restaurant review every issue for Westways, and, which is fun. It just keeps me out there a little bit. But um, otherwise, I don't write anymore. Well, you know, my joke is I, I write emails. I write, I used to write 2,500 word articles for magazines, and now I write, you know, ten times that in emails every day. I think. <laughs> but, uh, so um, I don't 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 write anymore. This came out of me writing the first two books I published. I wrote a lot of it, but now I don't really write anymore because I'm doing this. So is yeah, most of the attention on just being a publisher. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a seven day a week job. I mean, it's it's and I and I'm not kidding. Uh, so it's it's a lot of work doing the. Because it's we have to wear, you know, in, 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 in the way we divide it is I I'm the um, publisher and editor in chief to use the big you know fancy New York terms and Patty is the uh, associate publisher and the CFO and and um, you know financial person and then we have an employee Maggie who's the marketing associate really we all do everything and because you have to so right. you know in the last week I was editing a manuscript. I was pouring wine at a Romans book event for an author. I was taking out the trash. I was um, negotiating a contract. I was, uh, you know, everything you can possibly a cover design. We're in heavy cover design right now, and um, we we use outside. You know, I don't design them. We hire designers, but there's a lot of back and forth. And um, how do you? So I, I, I was going to ask that too. How do you? How do you find your designers? And do you work? in tandem with the authors? Because I know you were saying that uh, when your book came out with Random House, you, you didn't have any input in the design of it. So are you trying to make that uh, more of a co-creative We process? do. Uh, well, we, 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 we involve the authors more than, than any big publisher ever would, and there have been a couple of times when I sorely regretted that um, decision because <laughs> not everybody... But um, we, and the early days, I actually gave that. I actually gave contractual approval, cover approval to authors, and we no longer do that in writing because it's it's. But it's I don't want to. Yeah. But I mean it. I don't want to publish a book with a cover that the author doesn't like, because then that that's that's no good for anybody. They're not going right. to be happy. So we make sure everybody's happy, and it's it 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 makes it often slows it down and makes it more work. But it's I think most of the time makes for a better book. So yeah, so we're, we're uh, I'm, in, I'm in the middle of cover design on three bo- books right now at once, and they're um, definitely the authors are involved in all, and their agents, and if it's and you know their spouses, and their, you know right. we get everybody um, weighing in on it. So it does slow the process down, but it, I think it does make for a better book in the long run. And where do you find your designers, or do you just have a team that you you like to work with? Well, now we have a team, but it it, it was not easy to to find them. Really, it took a while to, to to build them and to find the ones that were the right fit. But we have a we have, there's a great designer here in LA who does. She's Amy Inouye, Teacher Studio, and she does a lot of our books and has done a, and does most of our interior book layout. She does the same for Angel City Press and Santa Monica Press, some of the other LA publishers. Mm. She's fabulous. Uh, we work with her quite a lot. And then cover designers, we have them all around the country. Um, we've worked with, uh, you know, we've got a couple in New York. We've got, anyway, we've got different ones around that we that we work with who we now we know what kind of things they're good at, what's the right, right fit for the right. There's another one here in LA. So yeah, we have a, you know, and then cookbook design is its own thing. Yeah, so, I would imagine. 
yeah. So, so yeah. Now we have a stable of people, and and um, we're very happy with them. So, and, and now we know enough to say, okay, this guy's really good for the mysteries and for this certain kind of evocative thing, and this one's good for something funny, and you know, yeah. and cover design for fiction is challenging. It's very challenging. Oh yeah, yeah. I imagine because you have so many different categories and genres, you would need different people for the different we jobs. We do, yeah. So we do have different people, yeah. Fortunately, um, that's a freelance world, so they're, that's, they're all used to that. You know, you just pay on a per job. We are, unfortunately, uh, near the end. But I do want to ask you just uh, – I'm going to ask you two questions. I told you I didn't have any questions, but that's kind of a lie because I do. Um, because you have been uh, an L.A. restaurant critic, I would love for you to give me and our listeners three suggestions of places that they have to go and eat. Okay. Any 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 um, specifics? Anything? Doesn't or? matter. There's places, three places in Los Angeles that you think everybody needs to go and try. Oh boy. Okay. So, um, uh, Factory Kitchen downtown LA, Italian, in the Loft District. You've got to go be in that neighborhood anyway, and they're just making amazing Italian food there, handmade pastas and. It's fantastic. Um, I am counting the minutes till I can go. I haven't actually been, but I think a place that's very L.A. that it just opened is called Mexicano, Mexicano in Baldwin Hills. Okay. And it's the guys from, um, it's the two chefs, uh, the two Mexican chefs from, um, oh, shoot, the place in Bell, the great Mexican restaurant in Bell. And they've, this has been long anticipated, and it's um, they're very good Tradition, modern Mexican chefs, and it's called Mexicano, and it just opened in Baldwin okay. Hills. And um, I think um, everybody has to, if you've never been to the San Gabriel Valley and had, we have the most incredible Chinese food in, in the United States. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I think Lunasia, uh, uh, oh, Newport, Newport Seafood for the uh, lobster, or uh, there's also a place called Lunasia for dim sum. Uh, but um, I like Newport Seafood for for lobster and crab and shrimp and things like that. It's cool. pretty amazing. So those right, are my I'm going to ask you one more thing too. Okay. As a Pasadena native, as a uh, I'm LA native actually. I'm not LA native, I'm, but a Pasadena. Yeah. Well, you've been living in Pasadena for yeah enough years time to yeah name your company after it. Yeah. Give us three <laughs> places in Pasadena that everybody should go and see. Maybe not like the you know the the Rose Bowl or the most common, but three places that right. I would go check out. Not Old Town Pasadena. Yeah. Um, walk through the Caltech campus. It's just such a wonderful walk to walk through that mm. campus and see some of the signs and the and the building's name for amazing people who changed our lives. So, walk. Go for a walk through the Caltech campus. Um, I think uh, I'm a big walker, so these are going to be kind of walking things. Sure. Sure. Uh, walking in the Lower Arroyo, which is, um, it's just beautiful, and it's where all the locals, we inside locals walk our dogs and walk, and there's an archery range and a casting pond, and it's it's a beautiful, right in the middle of the city, this beautiful um, retreat along the old Arroyo Seco riverbed, which is being restored. Oh. So that, and um, then I would say uh, the, to the Playhouse District, to 
you cannot pass a better evening than to see a movie at the Lemley and then Roman's Bookstore, which is one of the right. treasures of California. And uh, there's a lot of good restaurants around there. Now that l- little neighborhood is so much more interesting than Old Town. Yeah, yeah like near the Pasadena Playhouse. and Pasadena Boston, Playhouse, and there's a great Boston coffee house Court. there. And there's uh, there's some good there's a, uh, a restaurant there called Setabello that's very good. Uh, you know you can just basically have you know there's a there's a good yeah Boston Court is close by and you've got Romans and there's a Zona Rosa a great coffee house so it's a wonderful uh, neighborhood that has character and locals and culture and uh, anyway so. Cool, I love it. Thank you so much. And Colleen, thank you for your time. This was really fun. Thanks for having me, and uh, I look forward to hearing it later. This has been The How, The Why by Black Hill Press. I'm John Barrett Ingalls. The show was produced by Kevin Stanek and yours truly, with production assistance by Sarah Becker. The music is Mayalua by Bossa Zuzu. wanted to thank everybody for your creativity and your inspiration and to remind you all to keep making art thank you